Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Loose Heads Sports Show, the number one sports show on earth, proudly sponsored by Caffeine Gum. Uh, if you don't chew caffeine gum, then fuck you. Uh, different week here at the show. Uh, it's a bit all over the place. Uh, the big the big man, the main man, Duncan Chubb, he's up north. Uh, and it was uh, we, we struggled to tee up a time, so I do have a special guest in studio. Um, former good bloke. Uh, current quasi super rugby player Michael Isley. Michael, thank you for joining me. Thanks, Chad. Um, obviously, won't be able to do a job better than Chubby, but I'm going to try my best. Beautiful. That's all we can hope for, really. Um, so, yeah, basically, we're just going to do what we normally do. Probably not as much casting dispersions on the Rebels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because one of them is in the room. Uh, but we'll certainly do what we can. Now, did you watch any Super Rugby from the weekend? Chubby usually watches one out of the four games. I watched, I reckon, almost all of them. I think I missed one or two New Zealand games, but I could say four out of six. Right. Well, no, most importantly, Rebels beat the Drua 42-27. to 27. What was the feeling around the camp? Yeah, it was good. I think, obviously, last time we lost them, we probably played into their hands, and this time we just went... Take it like a test match, set piece, set piece, starve them a possession and just kind of stick to scrum, stick to the line outs and play in their side. It's probably the right option. I mean, the Rebels have sort of struggled to score points. In what, in my opinion, that's what I've been saying over and over again. I've been blaming it on you. But they've struggled to score points over the comp. Um, seemed to score a fucking few here. Let a few in, but scored a few here. Was there any, like, who was good, who was bad? Um, no doubt I only a little bit of it. Yeah, no, I take full responsibility. Obviously, as the morale captain of the team, um, it's completely my fault. Um, I think everybody was probably pretty strong. I reckon, obviously, the front row going well makes a big difference. Um, I think Abo scored a nice try. 12, Razor, Ray, he scored a nice set-piece try, and I think, just collectively. I like, I like yeah. the 12. Yeah. He's, um, he reminds me of Knox a lot, like that go forward, even when your team's going backwards. Very powerful runner. Um, I think, yeah, just momentum as well. Like once you get in front of a team, you build confidence. And I think just having that strong set piece compared to Fiji this week definitely helped. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's not a politician's answer. It's not a great answer either, but yeah. we'll do our best. Um, I didn't see Force Brumbies fucking shoot out. Uh, Brumbies seem to just keep winning. And I know it was one point, but the fact that they win is... Impressive. I, I also saw that uh, the force have got Simon Cron coming next year. So we'll uh, we'll deal with that in a minute. But did you catch any of the force game? Yeah, I actually turned it off because the Brumby scored like three, two or three tries straight away. And I was like, this is going to be a dicking of the highest order. And I was wrong. I'm pretty sure Tom Banks got red carded for a high tackle head collision. And the Brumbies were also rotating people. So, yeah. The rotation policy... Trust me, I'm about to come to that because it happened at the Tars. The so reasonable performance from the force. The force for me just continues to sit in the middle, which is fine. But they will always beat at least two teams, which yeah. unfortunately one of them is you at the moment. And I, the aim for you guys now has got to be, I suppose, winning more. But it's not really your place to comment. That is more punters like myself and Duncan. Um, so the Tars played the Reds. Yeah. The Tars rested almost all their guns. Mm. Uh, 
I thought last time the Tarts played the Reds, they could have won. Definitely. Like, I, that was... I didn't know what was going on there because I also thought in that game it was pretty close. I know the score doesn't seem that close, but if maybe they had those boys on the bench, even... Well, they had... Holloway was on the bench. Yeah. I think Donaldson's injured. Yeah. Is that right? I think so, yeah. Bell, late withdrawal. Okay. I don't know that Bell saves that game. I... I I, I he's a he's a very very good scrummager. Mm. I mean, but he's not as good as Taniello Tupo. Yeah. No one's as good as Taniello Tupo, um, and he's still working on his scrummaging. Like it's still getting better and better and better. Uh, so I don't think he helps necessarily. Mm. It was a funny one for me because they've now got the Drewer and you, yeah. and they from logic would dictate that they're trying to win those two games by resting for that one game. Yeah, but I thought that I think that Reds game's winnable. Yeah. So, for me, it was sort of a little bit what could have been. If they played the full-strength team, they could have knocked that red side off. Yeah, definitely. I think I like the idea of the rotation, but I reckon maybe the weaker sides rotate, like get those boys hungry. I like that idea, but definitely, I don't think the Reds are unbeatable. I know they've won quite a few, but even just for confidence, because I think if you have your full-strength side and almost beat them or just lose, you're feeling a lot better, whereas almost conceding before the game happens. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I, I look. I initially wasn't a fan. I didn't when I heard about it. I didn't think it was particularly good. Um, and now I'm still not sure. I think it, it. I suppose if you win the next two games, you know the Tars continue to stack up wins versus last year, um, where you've got no wins at all. Yeah. It's like okay, well now we've got six, but. For me, I still think they could have won the first Reds game. Yeah, I think they could have won this Reds game. Um, and yeah, I, I suppose I, that's why I'm not the fucking head coach of the Tars because they're, they're making decisions that I that I wouldn't. Um, on the force, Simon Cron is coaching the force next year. That started to circulate a few weeks ago. Um, it's been received fairly well publicly mm. um, he's been over in Japan working under Steve Hansen he's already put the feelers out from the shoot shield so he's looking for guys from the shoot shield he wants he wants the best and brightest he wants the next generation yeah. um, I don't think you've had anything to do with Simon Crow have you had anything to do with Simon Crow no he was just before me um, obviously a good North coach they won had a really strong team as well that was before your long tenure at the Tars yeah how was your tenure at the Tars oh it's pretty non-existent um one of the best bag holders to ever do it, I think. There's actually a few. And you carry that on. You know, yeah. <laughs> Is that correct? Yeah, that's become my job and I love it. And I'm going to embrace it. But no, it's a good thing. Obviously, shows that people in Shoot Shield, you know, it's not a dead end path which people worry about. And hopefully, you know, the next few years you see a few young boys coming through and a few Shoot Shield boys making their debuts for their force. Well, I know two Shoot Shield guys have gone into the Tars this week. Yeah. And I believe... At least one of them's traveling to Brisbane. Yeah. So it's huge. There's never been chubby me crapping on for fucking 17 weeks, but there's never been a better time to be, I would argue, a hooker prop who's just hanging around. Um, But if you play well, I could say, you know, I would like to go to the force. I think you, you can't answer this question because you're still invested in lots of stuff. But if I had a choice at the moment of where I'd like to go, the force wouldn't be too far from the top. Now, they're not winning everything, but I know I'm not going to get cheated out of my money because Twiggy's the fourth richest man in Australia. That's a fact. I like the fact that he 
has a never-ending amount of money. I also like the fact they've got some just old goats that have been put out to pasture, like Rob Carney and fucking Jeremy Thrush and those, mother- those motherfuckers just chilling. Um, and they signed some good guys. I mean, they signed guys who I like. I think they, I think they, we've always talked about their, their second string and their third string are very good. I think they do a good job of that. Yeah. Um, so you can't comment on that, but I will. Uh, so I think that'll be a good thing for, I think that'll be a good thing for WA. Definitely. All around. Definitely. And I think Richard Kahui is the best looking man in Super Rugby. He could be the best looking man. There's been some reports, and these are unqualified reports, but there is a slight thinning of the hair. Oh. Right? No, no, no. Hear me out, Richard, if you're out there. He's a big listener. He told me the other preventative. day. Preventative. You need to get preventative, right? Regain. Get, get on before. No, it's just called regain in Australia. Mate. Okay, sorry. It's regain in Australia. Get on the regain. Um, it does wonders. It works wonders. Uh, I've seen it work for close close friends of mine, many of them. Uh, it's because I've got a keen eye. I pick it up early. So, Richard, if you're out there, you're one of the best-looking on, men on the planet, uh, but just fucking get on top of that, mate. Mm. Or we'll crowdfund you to go to Turkey and just get that bad boy planted, replanted. Yeah. Um, well, well, that's that's Super Rugby for the week. So this weekend coming, we have got Druatars. Can't see the Druat winning it. I know they're a fucking bag of just who knows, but I can't see them winning it. Anything different from you? Um, I reckon the Waratahs might win that one. Obviously, they, they've been resting their players, their stars. It'd be pretty hard to beat the Tars. Well, they have to win now. Yeah. Because they rested the guys, right? Um, oh, Tane. Tane played last weekend. Declaring all biases, I'm biased. I like Tane as a guy. Uh, not many guys do like him. They reckon he's a bit of a wanker. But I personally know him well, and he's a good bloke. He came into a team where I was 28 and leaving, and he was 19. And, you know... <laughs> All the all the fourth grade, third grade guys love him, and they don't like rock stars. Like he's, he's a good guy. I thought he had a fucking good game, but as soon as he threw that in the oh. set, I knew that everyone from Randwick was gonna. I'm gonna have to fucking hear about it. Yeah. So take it or leave it, Tars. It was the first time anyone's actually taken the line on this year. You can. I don't care. It really doesn't fucking matter. You're not gonna pick him anyway. Um, you're gonna pick the Randwick guy. So. Uh, I still think those guys have been playing well, but if you want someone to actually attack the line, throw inside balls, throw outside balls, uh, set up attack, uh, then you're just burning a talent. So I don't care. I'm declaring my biases. I thought he's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, Tars going to do the drawer. Don't know what the line is. Chubby wants to start gambling. He has no fucking idea about gambling, but I can't be the only one gambling because I'll then be losing money. You also... I can't gamble. Oh, fuck. Either, either can I. <laughs> I don't gamble either. No one's fuck ever gambled in this room. No one in this room has ever, ever done it. I had to quit when I... Oh, no, I never started. <laughs> <laughs> no, NRC uh, no, I don't know. We don't... No. We can't do that. But what I can do is give an informed opinion. Yeah. Um, as about... It depends <laughs> how, in, how well informed is up to you guys, but I think it's informed. Uh, Red Brumbies is going to be a fucking belter. That's for the strap. That's for Australia's strap heavyweight champ. Yeah, apart from um, the Rebels, obviously. It's all like those three, the big three. Don't smile. <laughs> There's been Don't some smile. miscommunication here. I'm going to say that. Shout out to the Rebels. Well, yeah, I, I, I have nothing against Melbourne. Chubby always asks me like, oh, you must be happy to see Melbourne. I don't, I don't care about Melbourne. 
I had a great time in Melbourne. I love the players. Yeah. I love... The, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool city. I love living there. Mm. I thought my coach was a fucking cockhead. Yeah. Right? And he treated me like shit. Now, I don't have any ongoing resentment. No. I was, in fact, very keen on you going to Melbourne. Um, I was keen on anyone going yeah, to Melbourne. Melbourne. I yeah. don't care. I just think they've been... They're, not as strong as they should have been. No, I think they could have been stronger. And again, this is something you can't comment on. I can. Correct. No, exactly. the vibe's always going to be good. There's like there's, it's very intrinsic. It's tight down there, mm. which you've sort of got into this year. But I just don't know whether whether where who signs the checks. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you should be on contract. I think you're awful. Yeah. And I think there's another sort of ten guys who also <laughs> should be in the team. Um, but as I was saying, we'll get to that. Yeah. The Reds v Brumbies is going to be, it's going to be good. Mm. I, this is going to be the most fucking bullshit answer ever. And everyone's going to be like, oh, I think the Reds are winning. They've got a better scrum. I knew you were going to say that. It's hard because you got Tanya Otuba and that's at least two scrum penalties and some flick passes. Um, I'm probably going to go with you because it's in Suncorp. I do like the Brumbies though. So if they did win. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, but no one likes a fence sitter, so I'm going to go with the Reds. Who's your Wallabies back row? Uh, I like, I like Fraser McWright. I don't know if he's deserved to be seven, so I'm probably going to take a seven. Hooper. Hooper. He doesn't fucking play. Yeah, but he's played 112 Wallabies games. Yeah, I don't know about that. You reckon you wouldn't play Mike Hooper? No, no I, you would play Hooper. He's a, he's a fucking good leader. He's a good player. But uh, there will be a point where you yeah. someone's better than him. The pass on. I, think, I don't think there's a better pilferer than Fraser McBride. Yeah. No, I reckon he's going to be up there. Like, if he if Hooper's not there, he's going to be close to, I think. Hey, shout out before. I'm just going to cut Michael off because he's not important. But I shout out Charlie Gamble. You've been phenomenal this year. I got cranky in a game once and headbutted you, but I immediately apologised. Um, he's a very nice guy, yeah. and he's been playing fucking really, really well. Also grows the thickest, thickest moustache since yeah. this side of 1980. So well done to him. I've never um, heard a bad review about him. No. Or his moustache. Or case. his moustache. No, I've never heard. So I've got Harry, I've got Harry Wilson Valentini, and then... Probably, like, if it's based on form, I'm probably taking Fraser McBride. Yeah. Um, Valentini's on just, like, God mode at the moment. He just yeah, does whatever he wants. Bullshit, isn't yeah. It? It's coming, like, he was, mate, he was, I played against him, so that shows you how fucking long he's been around. Yeah. But he was the next big thing then. Yeah. Um, and he didn't quite hit, he hadn't quite clicked. And now he's clicked, he can't tackle. No. He's like our Hoskins Tutu, which is high praise, because yeah. Hoskins Tutu may or may not be a, an actual mortal. Um, so they're who I've got at the moment. I, I, uh, I Pete think Simon's going to be close. Where do you play? 20. Mm. I reckon carries out. He can do all three. Mm. Who are you going to have as 20? I think it's hard, but I like I like Liam Wright. Yeah. Because he plays all three he and does. he just can't get in the fucking Reds team. But like... I'm taking Seru Uru as my 20. He... Shout out to Sarah Uber, man. I know he's a big fan of the show. <laughs> Sarah Uber, wherever you are, I'm a, me and you need to be friends. Um, he's very good. Yeah. And he's hard and he's skillful. He's someone that should be in New Zealand from all like history of yeah. Australia. But I'm a big fan of him. He, he, I think he should be in the squad. I think Tim Ancy should be in the squad as well. Yeah. He's been good. I don't know where De- uh, Bice has been declared, but also 
he, I'm not the only fucking one saying it. Yeah. So, um, I suppose that's it for Super Rugby. Yeah. Um, now, while I've got you here, I might as well ask you. Mm-hmm. Started at Joey's. Yeah. Played 13Fs. 13Ds, but then I went low in 16Es. It's probably my... 16E. Fuck, that's just so bad. Yeah. So what was happening at the time that you were in 16Es? That wasn't a choice. I just want people to know that. No, no, no. I know it wasn't a choice, but what, um, was, what was going on? Why were you... So why were you bad? Um... Because look, there's a number of reasons. You can't get overlooked to the E's. You can get overlooked to the B's. Yeah. No, but I don't know. Joey's like, my is pretty strong. I never lost a game and I wasn't the only one. So, like, every team went undefeated. So, like, they just keep the same team. Like, why would you change or anything? I don't buy that. I swear to you. I don't buy that because that that applies to A's, right? Yeah. And B's. But at some point, if you're playing, if you're MVP of the E's, right? Yeah. Which you'd hope you would be. I think back in my time, also at a rich school, I think. If I was playing in the A's, I would have done a bit of damage. Um, There's no way you were playing that well. I thought I was. Okay, I'll be honest. Yes. This whole like edge forward system definitely helped me. Because at school, there wasn't such thing as that. It was just forward around the corner, forward around the corner. And I wanted to do the flashy stuff and like score the tries. Right. And Joey's being a powerhouse of just like powerful forwards. I'm buying that. Yeah. But then I'm not buying that it get put you in the A's. Well, actually, I was in... 15 C's. I'll fucking call some from Joey. I Please. reckon you suck. Oh, I wasn't great. Um, I was playing inside centre for the 16 E's. Captain kicker. We won 100-0 against uh, Riverview. Shout out to the 16 E's boys of the 2013 <laughs> side. Okay. Um, and Barry Hughes, my coach that year. Barry, we love Barry. Yeah. So, finish third 15. I actually didn't... Yeah, you weren't the, in the third 15. You were like on the bench for this the This is where 15. my 24th man morale captain sort of started. You know, running waters and just bum slaps. That's yeah. where that's where it originated. Okay. Being their hype man. Okay. And then obviously I've just carried that on my whole career since. So not likes rugby, but weren't really fucking excelling, I'm gonna say. No. Go to Eastwood Colts. First year, what'd you play? Uh threes, twos. But ended up in twos. Second year? Ones. Okay. Yeah. So was there anything happening? Did you change physically? Because uh, we, we've done this. No. With, we've done this with Holloway. When Holloway was fucking eighteen, he was in my strength school. We're saying hard, hard dude. Yeah. But he was like a big like plotter. And then, two thousand thirteen, he fucking he found a squat rack and, and became the fastest man alive. Yeah. And the biggest man. And he was so good. And his whole body changed. Yeah. So was there anything happening at the time? No, it's just playing rugby for the fun of it. Not. Taking anything seriously, I think probably just like you know, you got nothing to do every day, so you just like <coughs> you're right. <coughs> just yeah. thinking about hallway, just like gagging. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> yeah, oh, no, sorry, just I, having a water. Yeah, I can't even tell you. Like, just all the boys I was hanging out with at the time probably loved footy, so I just fed off that. So like, they want to go to the gym every day, and I wasn't a big fan of the gym, so I do that, and then want to do passing. So still not. Yeah, I hate the gym, and then. Obviously, nothing nothing crazy. I just stuck to it. Okay. And then first year of grade. Yeah. Played. Second grade. Right. Yeah. Uh, you debut that year. Yeah. I played, I think I played every sec, every game off the bench at least. And then I played one. But there's got to be a change from third grade Colts to then a, a year, a two years later, you're off the bench from first grade. Because most guys who play twos and threes Colts yes. probably go to threes, threes and fours. fours. 
No, I, I remember Johnny saying, like, sorry, shout out to Johnny Manetti, great man. He was like, oh, you're probably starting threes and fours, and I just had a good run. I think the system at East, uh, Eastwood helped as well. Right. Obviously, all the boys back then were big old boys, so I guess I had a point of difference. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I was never going to be, someone's going to bowl you over. I'm just going to try and, if you're bigger than me, I'm going to, like, Run around you, and if you're faster, I'm probably gonna try to run over you. So, well, I was the finesse. Yeah, you were the man, weren't you? So, no, I do remember that. And then, year after that, first grade. Yeah. Uh, what was your game like? Was it like versus now? How did you say you played? Um, literally, like hold the paint, let the big boys do their thing. So it hasn't changed. Your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just doing. Um, yeah, pretty much. And everybody says that to me. I'm a seagull. That's all right. I got, and this, I got the same thing. Yeah. And you know what? Throw those, 50-50s. For those people, only if you guys fucking play first grade. Not many. Not many. Fucking losers. And shout out to seagulls, because I know they're big fans of the show too. Shout out to seagulls. Always hustling for the next feed. Yeah, um, okay. And yeah. then, Tars. Yeah. There was, what the fuck was going on there? There was all sorts of training and bullshit. What, yeah. was, what was happening? Um, obviously very thankful for the experience. Uh, ah, just went politician. in. Yeah. What do you want me to running, say? Running for the, running for the seat in Pran. Yeah. Go on. Um, obviously they had some pretty good back rowers at the time. So I just went in there. I think Rob Penny was there at the time and, um, just trained. So I did a preseason and a bit and just kind of, whenever they needed me for an A game or whatnot, I'd just come in or a trial match. Mm. And just do that. So like nothing crazy. Just like I guess most people's experience who aren't who are in the outer. You gotta do it. Yeah. And I I've spoken about me fucking it up before, but I was invited to do that shit one year and I I was like, I don't wanna do this. Yeah. This sucks. And it does suck a little bit, but I suppose it does depend on your age. Like uh, when you're twenty five, it's it's a, I know that doesn't sound old, but you gotta remember everyone that the shoot shield is an under twenty five comp. Mm. It's a, it's hard to get motivated to then go train against the the twenties at a, at at fucking the Tars, yeah. who you know you're going to belt. You've played fifty first grade games. It, it's harder, but you have to swallow those bullets if at the end of the day you want to play. So some guys do it really well. I didn't. I think it's something you have to do. Um, you sort of got to push your pride aside and go fuck it. Yeah, I'll hold a bag three days a week. But I think it works really well while you're a uni student. Yeah, definitely. Which you were. Um, so you did that for two years? Yeah, I'd say two. Or basically, I was kind of in and out, but basically exactly that. So, was... But last year, you were out, you effectively were out of the TARS. Like that, that was gone, start of the year. Yeah. Well, and then you did some training, but it was, done, it was over. Yeah, I just did some eight games, and I kind of said, what's what's doing, what's happening? And I was just like, um, oh, keep going, and you might come in next year for a preseason. And I was like, effectively nothing. You're right. I was yeah, like, it was nothing. I mean, and that's, look, it's not... Not the only one. There was plenty of guys from Shoot Shield this year who trained the preseason. Some might never go back. Some will go back. Who knows? Yeah. It depends who they play. It depends who the coaches are. Um, and that's just life. But last year, mid-season, before the buddy Shoot Shield fell to pieces, um, because of the spicy cough, you ended up in Melbourne. Yeah. So how, how on earth did that happen? Yeah, so I went in... They called me up out of the blue, just saying, can you come in for three days, um, come down to preset for prisons next year, just see I'm not a weirdo. Um, obviously. To- that, yeah, and I remember at the time, uh, it's an important aspect is, and I've always fucking said this, but it, you've got to fit in 
with the team as much as you are a good footballer. Because particularly at Melbourne, but everywhere, you live on top of each other. The Melbourne guys, none of them are, well, okay, Melbourne homegrown. Maybe a few of them are from Melbourne these days. But realistically, they're all from New South Wales or Queensland. So you go down there, you live with each other, you spend every day with each other, you get coffee, you go to the saunas, you um, you have a few like pumpkin lattes and um, shandies at the Richmond Club when you can. So like if you're not going to fit in as a person, it's just not going to work. Definitely. So you went down for what I would call like a almost big brother interview. Meet me and great, yeah. Yeah. And do you, do you even train when you're there? Uh, not really. Like maybe one or two passing drills, but nothing crazy. Okay. And um, just like shook a lot of hands, kissed a few babies, and that was about it. Got out of there real quick. We don't condone kissing babies so. at this show. But, um, okay, so that happens. Yep. You come back. Yeah. And then what happened? First game against Parramatta, I had a shocker. and Ooh, Strong. Bash let me know about it. And that was probably good because a bit of a wake-up call. And then, I guess, Eastwood played really well. And off the back of that, I was playing well. And... Uh, Dave Westwood's got fired, and I was like, oh, no. Well, that's my chance going because he was the one that brought me in. Yeah. And then uh, we had East that weekend. Yeah. And we we had a few ring-ins. Shout-out to Steve Cummins, big fan of the show, actually. Yeah, actually, I'm a big, <laughs> big fan of Steve Cummins. Quickly, I'm going to interrupt your story. Eastern Suburbs, we're going to have to do something about your field. So you guys probably been the only ones training, which is credit to you, good foresight. On the downside... Everyone who plays there gets boils on their arms and legs and then ends up in hospital. So I know you know what I'm talking about, Eastern Suburbs. We've got to figure something out here. Whether we all have a big shower after the game, we bathe down as a group of 30, but the reports coming out of there are insane. I know some Tars guys have been in hospital. Uh, there's a guy next to me right now who's just been in hospital, not from East, but something similar. So East, get back to me. Let's figure it out. Yeah. Also, have me at your ladies' day. All right. Uh, so we played. You played East. Westwood goes. You think you're fucked. Next. Yep. We win. Great night. Wasn't ladies' day, but a lot of ladies were <laughs> around. Um, and then I get a call. A few boys have gone down, um, injured, and Issy Nice running. I think got a red card. Can't remember what for. They just called me up on a Wednesday saying, "Can you fly down tomorrow?" And um, Start training because I think we might need you next week for our first game of Super Rugby NZ. Oh, sorry, Aotearoa against the Blues. And I was like, that's a bit weird. I didn't know it was piss take because I ran a number. And I was like, okay. I think I was talking to you as well. I was like, so shocked. Obviously, I said yes straight away. Like, So I've long maintained that the, the easiest way to get into Super Rugby is this way. Yeah. Um, I think getting signed doing preseason that way in is really hard and yeah. it's hard physically because like we'll get into that in a sec but i remember when i was your age roughly that was sort of the dream it's that people go down and you go in yeah and that's happening at the tars at the moment um it should be happening in melbourne at the moment you can't comment but it should it, it's probably going to happen everywhere by the end of this comp but i think that's the easiest way to super rugby is someone goes down and you get called in as the form player in the shoot that's the best way in. The other way around, it's a long grind. It's that task thing you were doing. So it's pre-season. you got to have a really good pre-season. Then you go back and you're eighth in line. Then you're sixth the next year. Then you're fifth. This is sort of the dream in. So you get called on like the Friday or the... No, the Saturday or the Sunday. Yeah. 
And then you're down there Monday or something. Yeah, literally. Like a day or two later, I'm straight in. And like like you said, you don't know anything. You're trying to learn a thousand things at once, but they're also like, they don't care. There's no expectations. They just need someone to fill that role. Right. So I'll, I'll, I'll paint the picture. I did fly down for the game. Um, so there's a, there's a pass on the bell. Can't remember the rebel shift, the rebel shift, the rebel shift. Just tackled out, just tackled out. The siren goes 70 to 2 or something. The score was, it was like, 50 to 3. It, was, it, was, it wasn't a great game. I was personally, I was just absolutely in awe of Hoskins at 2 2. He was the mayor of Victoria by the end of that game. That was ridiculous. Yeah. So you got. Seven Four, minutes, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so... Seven minutes than fucking a lot of other people. Yeah. So, seven no, minutes, that was pretty cool. I was stoked. I was so nervous, and I think it was 43 to 3, or maybe it was 50 to 3. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, holy shit, what am I going to do here? Even though they're all humans, apart from Hoskins and Tutu. Hoskins. A big fan. Um, but yeah, obviously stoked just to get on. I remember everybody was pretty upset, and I had the biggest smile after the game, which is not good, but... But you, immediately after the game as well, for guys who don't know, if you haven't played a certain amount of minutes, <laughs> oh, yeah. you then go and run, you do extra. So anyone who's been in the system knows that. Ice didn't play enough minutes, so <laughs> his family are waiting for him to congratulate him. The heart of COVID, so no one can fucking touch or yeah, shake hands or look at each other in the eyes. But they're pretty much running a Bronco. You're yeah. uh, always <laughs> on the treadmill. They've run three Easy. Ks under the thing, so... Uh, that was quite. I actually found that very funny, but I can imagine it not being funny at the time. Uh, ended up staying with Melbourne for the remainder of the season. Yep. But getting two games. Two games. Yeah, came on for the Chiefs. I almost went on at twelve because yeah. Matamua got knocked down. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Yeah, and they were like, just that was a Sunny Leichhardt. Sunny Leichhardt. was at the eighth. The eighth one. Robbie Farah. Hope you're well. Um, that was a better game of football. Yeah, I think a bit more minutes as well. We were closer, um, but did win. But just to shed light on, like seriously, shed light on Super Rugby for those guys who don't play Super Rugby. You missed some roles that way. Yeah. So explain the what the role is. Yeah, one of the moves was like a uh, an overthrow, and yeah. I was the backlift. I didn't know I was the cleaner. Yeah. So afterwards, afterwards I thought pretty good. I was like. Made all my tackles. Yeah, yeah. Had a few carries, whatever. And then I went back and I missed that roll. That one, and there was another one. It was like a loosen, like a, sorry, it's like a fake more rip. And I hit the front one runner. Yeah. And then two plays later, I've got to go and hit another breakdown. But I just didn't know because I was, I didn't know what role I was playing for the weekend. I thought it was going to be six or eight, but I ended up playing seven. Yeah. And look, it's not a, I've, yeah. I'm not, this is not a sympathy show in terms no. of trying to get him off his fucking roles. He's got to know his roles. But for guys who haven't played at that level, so important. You have the detail is on another planet. So not only will you not have to know where to be on your lineout, you got to know where to be on your first phase. Most most of the time, you got to know where to be on second and third phase. So, yeah. like I suppose, there's a lot of hours in the week of training, but that's why. Yeah, is because these things, and if you miss them, you'd be held accountable. So I'm not like most likely they had guys coming back, but these are things you got to know. So I know for guys who aren't playing super rugby like the detail of whatever you're doing at your shoot level that 100% has to be ticked you can't be a guy who misses roles misses details because at the end of the day anything higher and it starts to get insane yeah um, so important I'd, I'd like to think my brain functions reasonably well but when I 
was full-time, like those roles particularly when you're not getting a lot of training reps, it's hard to remember 15 set roles mm. and where you're going to be. Yeah, no, I reckon that's so important, like you said. Like every week, every boy's doing whatever they can, whether it's flashcards, people do juggling while reciting them just so they get them down because yeah. you can drop a ball, but you can't miss your role. So season ends. Yep. You end up bagging a WTS for the, for this season. Correct. What was pre-season like versus the TARS? Um, like, was it different or was it similar vibe? More so the same. Um, it was a lot longer. It was like 20 weeks, 25 weeks maybe. That's a very fucking long pre-season. Go on. Yeah, obviously with the spicy cough, like no one played footy, so they got us in early. And we're in like six days, five and a half days a week. Yeah. And um, no, it was pretty good. We were training out in Lakeside. Shout out to Lakeside. Uh, and then... Where does Lakeside? Mate, if you don't know Lakeside, Where's you're, Lakeside? you're lying. Where is it? It's in the middle of the F1 track. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, it was I good. thought it was going to be... We used to train in Q. Yeah, yeah, they used so, to train in Latrobe. That's like... Yeah, so just stop your crying, Rebels boys. Fucking well, now we're in Amy, so it's all good. Amy Park. Go back to Icon. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah, and that was good. Real tough. Probably a lot of character building for most, myself included. And then I think we did Geelong Grammar for a week. That was a good camp. And then... Yeah. Straight into it. Um, right. So, two things. Yep. Haven't played. No. This is what's it like not playing. Um, I always found it very difficult. Yeah. And I, I, not so. It's not so much the, the not playing is, and it's probably changed a little bit now that we're Super Rugby Australia, right? Yeah. But back in the day, they'd fly to South Africa and there'd be five blokes in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So like those five blokes, like. I don't know, we'd have a barbecue and we'd, we'd do hands every day. But yeah. like, you know, when you're in, when they're away, you're, you're somewhat, you're, you're just left with whoever's left. Now, I know there's a lot more like EDS guys and like extra guys who come in and do shit these days. Yeah, no. So the first couple of days are pretty important because you get the boys ready. So you're doing sets, you're running against the opposition. So if we're playing against the force, you know, so-and-so is going to be Isaac Rodder. Next guy's going to be Isaac Fines or whatever. Yeah. And then the next couple of days... You're pretty thin on boys. There'll be like a, a fitness, like an 80-minute fitness contact conditioning training session to kind of like reemplify a, a game-like sense. Otherwise, they when you play Melbourne, Queensland, Sydney, Compton, that's on. But obviously, that's not on yet. So, so boys, you train? Yeah, just train. You train. It's like pre-season, just an extended pre-season, I'd say. Yeah, okay. And that's, that's part and parcel, I yeah. think, for once you start earning a wage... Uh, in my humble opinion, it's your job. So um, if your job's to prep as the Crusaders, then you're prepping as the Crusaders. And that's, I think a lot of guys through over the years have kept their contract. I look at some guys, and I'm not going to name them, but like they've been on contract five or six years playing, you know, 15 games. And a part of that is that you're a fucking very good trainer. Yeah. Um, so being a good trainer is very important. Um, but... Sevens popped up recently, right? So, mm-hmm. um, Johnny Minetti is coaching the men's side now. Yep. And you ended up going to Fiji for a holiday. Yeah, just for a holiday. No, um, <laughs> Johnny Minetti, obviously, a big fan of Shoot Shield. And he's noticed that over the years, some boys have probably been pretty hard done by or overlooked in, you know, having to go to shop. So, he's trying to take that into, like, 
respect and give a few boys a shot from the shoot shield. There's four or five. Yeah. And lucky enough, I wasn't doing much. I was just training hard, and he gave me a shot with the seven. So we um, went down to Nadi in Fiji, played against New Zealand and Fiji down. sevens. You went all the way down. I said down, did I? You said you went down. You, yeah, did we you went fly under the we world. We went under Antarctica. <laughs> so instead of the four-hour flight, they did the twenty-seven-hour flight. Yeah, that's just because we're on a budget. RA's on a budget. Yeah. You know, Twiggy, we don't have that kind of money. <laughs> Twiggy, look after us, Twiggy. please. Twiggy, get in. Um, righto. So you played NZ and Fiji. Fiji. Oh, Fiji had two. They split the team in half, and they were still as good as they would have been with one team. So, any W's or no? No W's. A few close ones. Yeah. Any um, blowouts? One or two blowouts. One or two blowouts. It doesn't matter as much. It was a pretty young side. Yeah. Sevens are off on some sort of other adventure. Yeah. Um, what, where were they going? They got two legs. This, so this is World Series. This is like proper cap sevens games. World Series poker. Yeah. Let's go. Sunny's on. Um, Singapore, <laughs> then Vancouver. Um, I think the team's going to announce in a week. So hopefully oh, by the time this comes out, it'll be it. Release. I'm not too sure of the timing of when you. Yeah, well, it'll be out like two days. Okay. Yeah, we'll, uh, maybe we'll find out then. <laughs> yeah. Now, are you worried at all that you won't be allowed in Canada because of Justin Trudeau, yeah. the dictator? I know. I'll feel it for Chubby here. Obviously, Jed's a big fan of Justin Trudeau. <laughs> no, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> and of drugs. Trudeau. And we don't want to talk about that on this show. Well, that's what. Why do you think Chubby Chubby's away this week? Um, I wasn't able to get the money together for Bond. <laughs> So for the meantime, Chubby's sitting in uh he's sitting in a lockup uh, up upstate. I'll just say upstate. I don't want anyone to go and reach out to him. Uh, the GoFundMe's been set up, and we're going to get him out of there, Chubby. Uh, I also think they should legalise it, mate. Anyway, so you're free Chubby. Free Chubby. <laughs> uh, so there's two legs. Yeah, two legs. Two legs. So yeah, because you uh, if the, you make the team, you go from Singapore, fly there, play a few games. Don't kiss a few babies. Then you fly over to Vancouver and similar sort of thing. They actually have an AstroTurf. Oh, that's good. So, oh, no, that's bad. No, yeah, hopefully no boils. No boils, no boils. And you do, can you confirm you do have a boil at the moment? I cannot confirm, nor deny. It's hard to say. <laughs> yeah, there may be a red spot on my arm. All right. But I cannot confirm. And was that an on-field incident or was that more of what you'd say a late-night incident? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know me. Shout out to my mum. Obviously a very quiet boy. Doesn't do much. In spare time, just reads books. Mm. But could have been a late night one. Concerning. Yeah. Very concerning behaviour. Um, okay. Well, that's reasonably exciting. Not a direct lineal path to rugby professionalism, but in fairness, coming from the fucking 16Fs or whatever you're in, yeah. you probably weren't very good. So <laughs> no. there, was some, um, there was some work to be done. Yeah. I like throwing the 50-50s. Did they come off? No, no, well, they're only 50 i just tell Johnny that as well. They're only a 50-50 if they happen after time. Okay. They're a fucking 90-10 when I'm throwing them, Johnny. Um, all right, well, that's that's interesting. Hopefully, that helps someone somewhere. Um, if you are a young, very poor rugby player, all you need is a poor haircut and a, someone to take you, take you under their wing and teach you everything they know. Um, <laughs> but while we've got you here, I've got some, get some things sent into the, uh, into the program. It's yep. actually quite interesting, this one. I find it interesting. So they do the World Cup draw three years before the ball, before the yeah, World Cup, yeah, right? So all the rankings are fucked. Yeah, because so that's the rankings as it sits. So South Africa one, France two, New Zealand three, Ireland four, uh, <laughs> England five, Australia six. So 
the Tweedies, because what rugby insists on doing their World Cup draw three years before a ball is kicked, you've now got the ridiculous situation that the top four teams in the world are all on one half of the draw. Yeah. That's like the pool of death 2015. Yeah, but what, I thought it was an interesting point. I don't know why they do that. Like, you think... I know they've got to get some clarity, but I'll like... Try and sell tickets, but maybe a year out. Like... Um... For me, it's a, I, don't, I think it's fucking dumb. I, I'm glad that person sent it to me because it's so stupid. I don't know how you fix that because obviously, I think the six are right, but I don't know how you fix it. Yeah. Obviously, for the next World Cup, can you change it already? Because maybe they've already started selling. No, it's just not how it's done. So it's it's all it's all done. Old school, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't get that. Uh, Who's your World Cup favourites? France. I think France have to be at the moment. Having said that, France never win World Cups. Yeah. So. I think... Northern Hemisphere teams don't usually win. I know Tesla 3 they did, but... I think New Zealand probably win the next World Cup, but we're also a very, very long way away. Yeah. Um, now, so there's a, the Shoot Shield. We had our final try on the weekend against the North. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Uh, so Rats pulled out of the trial against South. Um I have I don't have any information to add to that other than that's what happened when I was with Chubby last week. Yep. Don't know what was going on there. Um, we had our last trial against Norse. Uh, it was a good trial, pissing down rain uh, at the ninth wonder of the world, TJ Milner. Um, Norse a good side. I think they'll be a good side this year. I've uh, I'm not the only one who's noticed. I think we're, teams are going to struggle for numbers. Yeah. Not first grade, but Obviously. fourth grade. Yeah. I think we're being biased. It's always been lucky with strong. Uh, but even we don't have as many really? numbers. No, we don't have as many numbers as we once had. And I think I'll get down there. <laughs> Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah, get down there. I, I think it comes down to two years of guys not having yeah. to go to training, and um, that sucks because we need that. Uh, I think all clubs need those guys, and I think that I don't know what the Sydney Rugby going to do about it. Yeah. But we we won't be the only one. No, we can field a team this weekend. I don't think everyone will be able to field a team, no. so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And like, there's 26 rounds, so it's injuries are happening. Cool. Even like, if a bit of inspiration, you start in fourth grade, you can't tell me there's going to be four or five guys playing second grade in like 10 weeks' time. Absolutely. Like we we had a training yesterday, and the, you know half the room had been on the field for three at yeah. some point. And they're very, what I would say now is objectively, if you had them on paper, I'd say most coaches would say it's a reasonably good side. Yeah. Um, a lot of those guys have played threes. So I think it's a good time to be a shoot, good shoot shield player for Super Rugby. I think it's a good time to be a I'm decent already. player anyway. I think you'll you'll rise to the top in all these rounds. It used to happen a lot when I was a young uh, mm. buck. And I think it happened again. But I, yeah, I think people are struggling for numbers. I, yeah. I will say, I don't know. I think it's hard because everybody's like, realise that Saturdays aren't just rugby and you can do other things. Having those two years off, like forced two years the off. old Saturdays for the boys. Yeah. Saturday may or sure may not be that. for the boys anymore. And that's something we need to consider. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard much. It's very hard to know about other clubs coming to pre-season. You don't hear anything. Yeah. Um, you see a little bit on social media, which is... Parramatta do a number on social media. A lot of signings. Oh, I hadn't noticed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I think they did have a lot of signings. I watched their game on the weekend. It was, um, it was, oh, gee, it was wet. Yeah. I think the draining's getting tested at Eric Tweedle Stadium at the moment because we're, I'm serious, like it was so rainy. Yeah. 
Um, tough. It was tough conditions for that was Randwick, uh, Randwick Power. Randwick got away with that one. Although Manly did beat Manly, uh, Manly lost to Power the week before, so that'll be the building. Yeah, that'll be an interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I have no idea what you never know the middle table, middle eight will look like. I have to presume that Uni. Gordon Norse will be up the top. Yeah, I don't know about the rest. I don't know whether Chubby's sitting on a gold mine down there. He never tells me fucking anything. I heard they beat Uni. South beat Uni? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We beat Uni as well. Okay. Well, I heard South had a good forward pack. But I don't know if it's the coach. I'm just <laughs> telling you they had a good forward well, pack. I don't know. They've actually just put out an application for a new coach to be Chubby in the slammer. But they might have a good coach. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you got to free that guy. We got a free chubby, guys. Upstate. I'll send a link. Send some money. Just two dollars. Anything will help. Send the, to my VSP. The bond. <laughs> the bond is only five hundred grand for the amount that uh, we're trying to import. But it should be legal. Yeah. Man. It should be legal. So it's an easy fix. It is an easy fix. Um, not going to even go anywhere near the rupee things I dropped last week. So you can oh, I'd say don't I'd say yeah, don't talk. Yeah. But uh, got a lot of feedback. Lots and lots and lots from active players. Uh, Guys messaged me wondering why their uh, Wallaby payments were cutting in half. <laughs> Guys messaged me wondering why their invoices were different. Um, look, it's because they changed it. So if you want something different, you got to do something. Otherwise, things will keep getting changed. Um, I am happy to start a new Rugby Players Association for you. Um, Message me and we'll figure it out. But things have changed. Uh, I was glad that it ended up getting 114 shares or something. So it got across a lot of people, but uh, it was daylight robbery. Uh, that's about it from us here at the uh, Hunters Hill studio. Um, is there anything in particular you'd like to say to the, anyone in your Melbourne team? No. Who probably switched off a couple of weeks ago as we were continuously saying that they weren't very good. Yeah. That definitely didn't help. <laughs> well, no. Spades a spade. Yeah. And the boys are building. And the morale captain's back. So the boys, <laughs> would you say the boys are on it? Who they got this week? They got the um, the boy. All right, so Melbourne... Uh, That's two I wins. That's the, two in a row, the boy, the That's boy, undefeated. The boy I've got about 11 and a half star by the bookies to beat Melbourne, so... <laughs> And you know we're going to win that one. Oh, all right. Well, that's probably good timing. Is anyone coming back? Is Jose on his way back? Is anything happening? Uh, I think Jose, Pone, and Robbie are all back soonish. I can't give you a day on that. And when do they plan on then leaving again? <laughs> Look, they're the Burn Boys. I'm actually a Burn Boy too. So shout out to Werribee, where I'm actually from. Only a few will get that. It's a sort of racial appropriation that this show doesn't stand for. Um, all right, well, that's been this week's episode. There may be another episode, depends on when Chubby gets out of jail. I mean, uh, where he is. Um, signing off, please like, subscribe, share, Tinder Grinder, Instagram, Twitter. Caffeine Gum Australia. I'm getting to Caffeine yeah, Gum Australia. Yeah. I've had actually a fair bit of inquiries about Caffeine Gum Australia. It's very, very good. So, chew it. And Chubby's mum's coffee van. And Chubby's mum's coffee van. The, the coffee van. I thought it was called. Um, so chew it. Also get a coffee for afterwards. Or oh, fuck you. It's good stuff. Um, we're trying to keep keep the show alive. Keep the wandering bear growing and growling. So we'll uh, appreciate everything. And we'll uh, we'll see you when we see you. Is that it? Or are you going to say oh, something? Oh, just say, Jed Holloway's a cat. And then <laughs> <laughs> He's a, he listens to this every day. I know. <laughs>